0: All right. So we had some technical difficulties. Our
1: recording space was doing something funky. (laughs) It was being a janky space and we just weren't here for it.
0: And after a lot of refreshing, because that is as far as
1: our tech. So what Kelly and I are really trying to tell you is that if you're um, techie, (laughs) I feel like such a grandma saying techie, and you want an unpaid internship with really good references, if you do a good job, call us. (laughs)
0: this is the second week in a row we've had tech issues your laptop just wasn't working last week
1: that's true it did kick me out of buzzfeed two times so is that buzzfeed or is that tech issues well buzzfeed didn't kick you out i think my computer just said buzzfeed really my computer's a little bit judgy that's what i'm trying to tell you
0: get a new computer then
1: i I kind of like her i kind (laughs) of like that she's a little judgy
0: (laughs) okay what was our question the ice cream one
1: yes if you were a flavor of ice cream what would you be and why and what I was gonna tell you is that you're an English major you can connect any two dots and make it sound coherent
0: yes I can but connecting those dots between me and ice cream is easier said than done see okay I want to pick something fun but I feel like vanilla is honestly probably the best option Okay. (laughs) I'm a little bit classic, a little bit basic. I come in maybe a variety of different styles depending on the day. Do you Uh want vanilla bean? Do you want... Mm.
1: New York vanilla? French vanilla? vanilla? Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh There are different variations, but at the end of the day, a little bit classic, a little bit basic. At the end of the day, it's all potatoes. Uh, Exactly.
1: (laughs) Except for when it's vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know, but that's... Maybe I am... Vanilla ice cream with sprinkles on it. Yeah, I like that. A little, <laughs> There's a, a little pizzazz.
1: I was literally just going to say that. A little pizzazz. <laughs> I
0: I can't even remember the last time I've thought of the word pizzazz. We were going to say that
1: at the same time. Wow. Amazing. I do use the word pizzazz more more often than you do. I can't remember the last time I used it, but I know that it was in the last 365 days.
0: Yeah, it was not that recent for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> or edible glitter maybe edible glitter Ooh. or maybe edible glitter
1: and spr- sprinkles or you would have those little pearls the little pearl sprinkles that are like okay so what i'm hearing is you're vanilla ice cream but you have glitter and pearls and sprinkles yes that sounds amazing that's every bowl of ice cream i've ever wanted
0: all right there you have it
1: love all it right, what kind of ice cream
0: are you connect the dots for us I- english major <laughs> Okay. Well,
1: let's see. When we did mission work, someone said to me, I bet cookie dough ice cream is your go-to. And I remember being like, weirdly enough, it like, that always sounds good to me. So I guess yes. (laughs) Like they just read me like a book, but I can't have cookie dough ice cream anymore because I haven't been able to find gluten and dairy-free cookie dough ice cream, which is a bummer. Ben and Jerry, please get on that. I love you both very much. Anyhow. does exist.
0: What? Yeah, the So Delicious brand that they have they a cookie
1: a gluten-free cookie dough version.
0: I'm pretty sure all of them are. Their Snickerdoodle one is a cashew cashew milk ice cream, and I'm pretty uh-huh. sure it is gluten-free as well.
1: <gasps> so it's not classic cookie dough, it is snickerdoodle, but it is you still get the, like the cookie dough chunks. Cookie dough chunks. So That's we're right. halfway there, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Three quarters of the way there. Okay, well I'll have to look for that next amendment at the store. I wish I would have thought of that tonight. I went to the store earlier. Anyhow, See, you were going the route that I was going. Just because you like it doesn't mean that's the kind of ice cream you are. Yeah, that one doesn't, that one's not me. I really like ice cream that has a marshmallow swirl. Like a chocolate ice cream with a marshmallow swirl because there's like the bitter and the sweet are really lovely together. And also, marshmallow swirl is really smooth, just like me. (laughs) Are you calling marshmallow bitter? No, I'm saying chocolate is bitter.
0: Oh, well, depending on,
1: but is is it dark chocolate? Because only dark chocolate is bitter. That's debatable, Kelly. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I really like coffee ice cream, too. I don't know. I, You know what? <laughs> I you're didn't, just telling I didn't... us the ice cream flavors you
0: like. <laughs> Which one says something about your personality, Steve? <laughs> Come
1: on, you're an English major. You... <laughs> Connect the dots. <sighs> okay. All right. Fine. Let me think. You know what? I would probably be like a, a sorbet. Or no, I would be a sherbet. Sherp. What is the other one? There's two different things. There's a sorbet and there's a sherbet. Yeah. I'm the second one. Okay. I'm the green, pink, and yellow one. I am bright and I am fun. (laughs) But people have really strong feelings about sherbet. I don't know why. I was
0: going to say sherbet, really? Like, it's a very acquired taste for ice cream. Is it really? Yeah, I feel like not that many people like it.
1: See, but here's the thing. I grew up with sherbet at my grandma's house. That was the ice cream that, like, if she didn't have just a big old tub of vanilla ice cream, she would have a tub of sherbet. And so it's got very fond memories for me. So anyhow, I guess I guess what I'm really trying to say is that I'd like to be an acquired taste, but I'm just not. <laughs> I, I'm too much of a people pleaser to be an acquired taste, I think.
0: So then maybe you'd be Neapolitan ice cream because nope. Neapolitan ice cream is... Literally the definition of a crowd pleaser. It was created so that I—I I don't know the history of Neapolitan ice cream, but there's a reason <laughs> it's always
1: at kids' <laughs> birthdays part, birthday parties, right? Because you can choose between vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. Were you just about to make up the history of Neapolitan ice cream? Is that what you were gonna do?
0: Yes, but think about it. <laughs> there's a reason that is always at children's birthday parties because one carton of ice cream, you can choose whether you want. Vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry.
1: Okay, that's true. You know, you know what? There is an ice cream. I would, no, here, let me be even more of a crowd pleaser. And by this, I mean, let me like myself more than, because I don't like Neapolitan ice cream. I just have never, the strawberry, strawberry dairy products freak me out. I, it's a crowd pleaser, but neither of us likes it. But it uh, is a crowd right. pleaser
0: because you don't have to eat all three of them. I think, like, it depends on the way you're scooping it, right? I think growing up, we always scooped them together, which is why I didn't like it. Yeah, but You same. can scoop them like where you pick your flavor, and you can just have vanilla, just have chocolate, just have strawberry.
1: My favorite here's the better version of um, Neapolitan is Spumoni ice. Have you ever had Spumoni ice cream? Never heard of it. Okay, so growing up, there's an Italian restaurant about 20 minutes from my hometown. And they have this ice cream and it's called Spumoni. And it is, instead of being chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla, it is pistachio, cherry, and vanilla. Or not vanilla, chocolate. It's so lovely. Because the cherry complements both the pistachio and the chocolate just so well. It's where my love of pistachio ice cream came from, actually. I really like pistachio ice cream. So I think that I was a Neapolitan ice cream growing up. I was just a, just lived to be a crowd pleaser. And now I'm, I'm a Spamoni ice cream. I, it's the same vibe, but also, I want to like myself too.
0: Okay, I think that's a good fit. I think that's a good response. <laughs>
1: Did you see how I tied those those dots together?
0: Yeah, thank thanks you. for helping English me, English major. Uh, on the <laughs> note of Neapolitan ice cream, that just reminded me, I saw something the other day. I saw a meme, and <laughs> <Okay>. someone, <laughs> someone had a picture, and they said, "So I got way too high last night." And there were three cartons of Neapolitan ice cream, and they had (laughs) separated them out so that there was a carton with three chunks of vanilla, a carton with three (laughs) chunks of chocolate, and a carton with three chunks of strawberry.
1: (laughs) No! Isn't that incredible? Oh my gosh, that's... (laughs) i bet they were like i am innovating i am i'm an innovator right yeah. now this is incredible." what would
0: happen if we separated <laughs> neapolitan ice cream what would happen if we just tried that i bet nobody's done that before yeah exactly <laughs> i'm kelly and i'm mariah and this is peak distraction
1: a podcast about everything
0: All right. So, we're here. It's another episode.
1: It's true. All of these things are true so far. How's it hangin'? <laughs> I hate that question. <laughs> Why? That's a perfectly normal question. I just never know how to answer like good, well. I, I, how do you an- How do you answer that when someone says, "Hey Kelly, how's it hangin'?"
0: I don't know. I think I ask that more than I get asked that.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna start asking you. I'm gonna start asking you all the time now. Actually, that's gonna be my big plan. I feel like I would respond
0: like, "It's chilling," you know. It's chilling seems like an appropriate it's, response to that. That does how's seem an appropriate. It's response.
1: Poorly, <laughs> it's falling from the ceiling. That's how it's how, hanging. <laughs> how's it hanging? By a thread. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I have a hanging plant. And that's what I was thinking about when I said it's hanging from the ceiling, because I, I really, it, I have a plant that's hanging from the ceiling, but because it was hanging from the ceiling, I forgot to water it. Now it is a dead plant.
0: I have a few of those
1: in my house. <laughs> except except it's hanging from the ceiling, and so it's, like, hard to get down. And so I've just left it there like that. How's it hanging? Dead plant. <laughs> in a really cool macrame hanger. That's how. <laughs>
0: Their response, honestly.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I'm
0: dead on the inside, but have a I, nice little... <laughs>
1: I'm wearing a cute outfit, but I'm not doing well. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. That is exactly what that translates to.
1: <laughs> I'm also not wearing a cute outfit, just so everyone is on the same page. I'm not either, so... I love that for us. Just just two ragamuffins having a chat. <laughs> I wouldn't call us ragamuffins. <laughs> You know what? Uh, Maybe I use that word too too liberally. That was what my mom and grandma would call people, not people, but us. They'd be like, you little ragamuffin. (laughs) I think it's a term of endearment.
0: I think it's a term of endearment when you're
1: talking to children.
0: (laughs) I don't think it's a term of endearment when you're talking to fellow adults.
1: (laughs) So I shouldn't start saying, how's it hanging, ragamuffin? That wouldn't be something you'd want me to do.
0: I think it, I like that you incorporate like the things that your your grandma used as terms of endearment. You've incorporated those into your vocabulary. Uh, there are so many things like that from my childhood that I just like, I hate that word. I hate that word. Okay, the biggest one, I, uh, oh, you know what really grinds my
1: gears? When people say the word stinker. You shouldn't have told me that, Kelly. I'm a button pusher and you know that about me. I will stop recording if you ever call me that. <laughs> I will
0: oh, need I... to take it. Like, okay. I, people, I apologize in advance if you hate the word moist. Uh, people react that way to the word moist. Mm-hmm. Okay, apparently you react that way. That's how I react to that word. I don't, the word moist doesn't bother me. I'm a baker, okay? But. Valid. The, but. Mm -hmm. so your reaction to
1: moist is that's my reaction to stinker you know what the only reason i have a reaction to the word moist is because i know other people do i don't think it actually bothers me what makes me uncomfortable is that it makes other people uncomfortable how empathetic of you (laughs) (laughs) and to think we thought you were a narcissist (laughs) two minutes ago i was a narcissist and now i'm empathetic there's a lot of whiplash here you're (laughs) ragging someone be both a narcissist and an empath? Um, a lot of narcissists think they're an
0: empaths, is what I've heard. That was our hypothesis coming into today's episode. And,
1: uh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Any science? Why does. <laughs> Except for when it's potatoes. Yes. Or. And ice sometimes cream? it's both. Sometimes it's all three. <laughs> Ew, potato ice cream? The... Have you had ranch ice cream? well no what i know that's a real thing i yeah it's a real thing i saw it at my store and also i've seen people like eating it on tiktoks ew
0: i wouldn't even be surprised if there's a dill pickle ice cream or something out there i would try
1: that yeah i wouldn't i know you wouldn't why does the word stinker bother you so much
0: i don't mm, i don't know i don't know i can't explain (laughs) it i just don't like it
1: did your grandma call you that a lot
0: no, I don't even know why I said that. I I feel like that was just like a general term that when yeah. we were growing up, adults would use and I always hated it. I was like, why are you telling me I smell right now? Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> you're a stinker. Like, you smell. That's like a, a thing have, right now on the internet. It's just is <laughs> to tell people they're stinky. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, I just in general, like I don't like the word stinky either. I don't like it.
1: It just See, I think Stinky's kind of cute. Me. I don't like it. I won't. No. I won't ever call you those things.
0: Okay, the term of endearment that I have not brought into my vocabulary, uh-huh. but was a term of endearment from my family, was uh, I got called Bucksnort, <laughs> which is definitely worse than Ragamuffin for sure. Bucksnort. Why did you get called Bucksnort? I don't know. That's just what my dad always called me.
1: I love that. That feels very Little House on the Prairie, like when Pa calls Laura half-pint.
0: You definitely think I have more of a knowledge of
1: Little House on the
0: Prairie than I do. (laughs) I
1: apologize. In Little House on the Prairie, her dad, who she refers to as Pa, calls her half-pint.
0: That's cute. Because she's little.
1: Yeah. Also, can I tell you something? Can Can I tell you an embarrassing secret, Kelly? And you can decide if it stays in the episode or not? Yeah. I went through such a serious Little House on the Prairie phase that I called my parents Ma and Pa. Because I was like so obsessed with the book series, not the television series, the book series.
0: That could be more embarrassing.
1: You're right. I think maybe it's because I was teased for it. Not by other children except for <laughs> I think my sisters were like, what are you doing?
0: It's definitely like out of the norm, but there are weirder things that you can call parents. That's true.
1: Like mommy true. and daddy
0: as an adult.
1: <laughs> everybody has every everybody has their things. I'm not here to ostracize anyone.
0: I feel like, like, m- ma'am and pap would have been worse than, like, "bon and
1: pa', you know? Well, because pap sounds like pap smear. That's not, what? Yeah, okay, if you heard someone saying pap, you wouldn't think pap smear immediately? If someone said pap to a male figure, no, I, I would not think pap smear. If I heard it, that would be my first thought. Unless I really knew the context. Unless someone said, hey, that's my pap over there. Even then, even then I'd be like, can we maybe say pappy?" Which is more of a grandpa thing. That's, that's true.
0: I feel like some people call their grandparents like mammy pappy and papi. Pappy and mima. Oh yeah, mammy, mammy and pappy. Yeah. There are so many fun names for like grandparents. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's true. My mom was so, she was like, I will be called grandma at the end. She's like, I don't want a nickname. Just, they should call me grandma. And I was like, Okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then you don't, like, I think parents do that to help kids distinguish between the different sets of grandparents. Yeah. Which makes sense, but you could also just say grandma and their name. Yeah. And grandma and their name.
1: That's what my family did. That's what my family did. I know, I know nanas, I know papas, I know um, Oma and Opa, because we live in the Midwest, and I think that's Swedish, Oma and Opa. Yeah, that sounds pretty Swedish. It's, it's some Scandinavian country, but yeah, Oman Opa, which I think is very cute. That is cute. I, f-
0: I feel like we called my grandma on my dad's side Gran,
1: oh, which is so- also
0: in Gilmore Girls, too. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, she passed away when I was really, really young. So that's why mm. I don't like 100% remember. But I like
1: Gran. I like that. I think, I, like the shortened. I think Gran is cute. Yeah. I feel like if I chose to be called Gran someday, though, I would make terrible puns. Like, I would be the one who would make the cranberry sauce for Thanksgiving, and I would call it granberry sauce. You have to do this now. <laughs> we would have s'mores, and I would say, would you like a gran cracker?
0: So you are going to be grand to your future grandchildren? I think,
1: I think that might have to be the idea. I would like for my nephews to call me Bug, because I, like, Aunt Bug. Because think about it. Someday, if I get to be very, very old, and I have great nieces and nephews, they'll call me Great Aunt Bug. How cute is that? You think really far in advance. You're your, right. Your I <laughs> You're right.
0: It's not You're just right. what are what is this next generation going to call me? But what is it's the, all the future what generations? Is the, what are the future generations? Yeah, going to refer to me as exactly.
1: Well, I also really like it when kids find out that the name that they call someone is not their full name or not like their real name. Do you know what I mean? It's been a long time since I've talked to children. Oh well, I vividly remember finding out that someone I knew, whose name I knew as Nate, was actually a Nathan. Because I didn't understand that it was just like some names are just shortened frequently. My mind was blown. <laughs> I was like, what is happening right now? You can just do that. Yeah, I was like, what? What internation? <laughs> and everybody, like people at school, call you that. Because like my sisters call me Raya, but not anymore. Not really. And anytime someone would try to call me that, I'd be like, please don't. You're not my sisters. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. Only certain people can call me that (laughs) that nickname. Yes.
0: Exactly. Okay. So the real question is here. Okay. Yeah. How's
1: Threads? Oh, my gosh. Kelly. When I tell you. Okay. For everyone listening, Kelly texted me last week and said, hey are you cool if I open a threads for the podcast? And I said, I have no idea what that is. Go for it. And she was like, what do you mean you have no idea what that is? And then said, I think you sent me a link to like sign up for threads or something or download the app. And I did. And I am obsessed. Like it is so much better than Twitter. It is such a more like the space that I experience There is so much more fun than any other social media. And so laid back. Right, I have not
0: been this excited about the internet in a really long time.
1: Same, 110 times over same.
0: This is how I felt about Twitter in high school. I loved Twitter. It was just a really fun space for me. And Mm -hmm. it has not been that for a really long time, obviously. And it's not Tumblr, right? But it gives me similar Mm -hmm. vibes to what Tumblr was for me in high school as well, like both Tumblr and Twitter. Just a space where you can like, Be yourself. Yep. There's no guidelines. There's no like expectations or pressures. Mm -hmm. You're not even posting things. It's more – it's like a stream of consciousness, right? Yes. And I think it is so funny. I think so many people with ADHD gravitate towards Uh things like Twitter and threads and probably Tumblr as well. It Uh is so nice to just have a space where I can share my thoughts freely Mm -hmm. I don't care if people like it. I don't care. Like, I'm not posting things for people to like or to repost it or to quote threads it, you know, whatever. It's purely a space for me to get my thoughts out. And I have no anxiety when it comes to responding to other people's random threads. Yes. I don't think about like, oh, there's only like three likes on this. I shouldn't like it yet. There's
1: not enough, you know. There's none of that. (laughs) There's so much freedom. It's, yes. yes, it's so fun. Also, at this point, even the like biggest names on social media don't have that many followers in comparison to their other social media accounts. Yeah. And so people are actually responding to each other. Like, Social media is doing social media in the best way right now. Yes. And that's, the things that I'm seeing are all positive, encouraging, loving. Like, I'm not seeing hate comments yet. Yes. And it's really exciting. And
0: another thing that I think has been really encouraging and shows that People are craving a social media space like this mm-hmm. is that even influencers are doing the same thing. Like the influencers who do have a lot of followers that carried over from Instagram mm-hmm. are still posting whatever the heck comes into mind. They're not trying to have this curated. They're not, yes. yeah, they're not using that influencing. Like their Instagram space is still for influencing, but their thread space is just chaos still with so the rest fun. of us. And I think that shows that like especially maybe even especially because of our like influencer culture, mm-hmm. this space was really needed. Like even influencers want to get away from want to have something to get away from influencing culture because that's yes in
1: everything now. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It is just a space. It feels like everyone there is just a group of friends. Yes. It's and yeah.
0: It's a big yeah. party. And I love posting pictures and gifts. And Even on, like, Instagram stories, I also Mm -hmm. feel like I don't ever really post there because I always feel like it has to be curated or has to look a certain way. I have to say the perfect thing with it. And there's just so much pressure that goes into it. And, Mm -hmm. again, I don't feel that. There's so much freedom to just post pictures because I want to post pictures or post a funny gift because I like it.
1: Yes, exactly. And there's not the pressure – on the other end to like respond to things. Cause I feel like sometimes even now that we can like people's stories and do reactions to them, I feel more pressure when I watch people's stories like, oh, should I have, li- should I not have liked that? Should I like, Was yeah. that a- ah? there's so much more pressure in just existing in social media now. And I really think that threads at least right now is a space where people don't feel that pressure because there's anonymity, but there's not at the same time, like you get to be exactly who you want to be. Yeah. That there's no pressure and there's no and the, and there's no pressure to be something else or to like fill in the gaps that you feel like you normally have to. Yeah. That, does that make sense? Yeah. And there's also no judgment,
0: I feel, yeah. of how little or how much someone posts mm-hmm. and there's no pressure of if someone with a big following like takes the weekend off or something, there's no yeah. feeling like when I was on Bookstagram, a lot of people would take the weekend off or take a week mm-hmm. off for a break. And then they'd apologize and be like, I'm back. Did you ma-? Like, whatever. And yeah. It's like, nobody noticed. Like, people – Yeah. We think people are paying attention to that and they aren't. And I think Threads mm-hmm. is a space where, like, people aren't paying attention to that and you don't have to think about it. Like, yes. you can join in the conversation whenever you want.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. It is – and also it can't be as curated because there's no ability to set up timed posts and there's no ability to like set things up so that it automatically does whatever in the way that other social media gives you the opportunity to do. Yeah. And I love it.
0: Yeah. And I also on a platform like threads and previously Twitter, uh, I don't mind seeing, I actually like that it's not just people you follow. I like that I'm yes. able to see different accounts. I've, Come across some really fun accounts mm-hmm. through the algorithm, but I don't like I, that. Really bothers me on Instagram. Like I yes. follow people on Instagram because I want to see their stuff, and now you're just showing me all these random people who I don't care about. Whereas Threads, I feel like is a space where I don't mind that. I don't because that opens you up to more conversations
1: and yeah, you know, things like that. So I yes, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And the things that we're seeing from accounts we don't follow are not advertisements. No. It's not someone being like, I would like to sell you this brand new vitamin that's going to change your life. It's literally Hank Green being like, I think Scooby-Doo is the best dog name that there could ever be.
0: <laughs> I, it, like, it's, it's just what? unhinged <laughs> thoughts. It's and so good. <laughs> largely, everybody wants to keep it that way, which yes. we are the people who are using it. So Ugh. I think if we all remain on that side of things, like, mm-hmm. we'll be able to keep it that way. Yes. And I... You know, hopefully Meta, Zuckerberg are smart about this and they see that this is what people like about it. For um, real. I've heard rumors that they're going to integrate it into the Instagram app eventually. No. But I'm hoping that it would be like, you know, you can go to the Reels tab and just look at Reels. So then there yeah. would be like a Threads tab. And I'm hoping that's not then inundated with ads and things like that. Oh, so I don't I know. I they don't I, do that. That was like... Some random influencer I saw talking about that, so mm-hmm. I don't know if that is actually the case. I haven't classic done my research, uh, <laughs> um, but she's I like a scientist.
1: Her. She doesn't have to do research, okay?
0: Okay, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, that is my. I don't know. I hope that it stays its own app though, because I think it would it would change things.
1: Yeah, I agree. One of the f- my favorite things that I've been seeing is people like right away in the morning posting. Sorry, I fell asleep for a couple hours there. What did I miss? Because <laughs> people are so like people who are enjoying it are obsessed. I'm it's obsessed. the first. Yes, I open this app. It is the first app that I open now. I don't go to TikTok. I go to Threads and I sit and I scroll through Threads because it's so funny and enjoyable. I don't I, feel like a pile of garbage after being yes, on it,
0: and I don't feel overstimulated either. Like yeah. if I I don't go on TikTok. But when I do, or if I'm on reels, mm-hmm. I feel so overstimulated after that. Just the amount yeah. of, I usually don't have my sound on anyways, but just the amount of information coming at you is yes. too much for me. So I really like it. Uh, and yeah, I like usually social media. I, I have timers on it for a reason because I feel really, really mm-hmm. drained after it, but I still, you know, don't have the ability to turn it off because, yes. uh, you know, I have ADHD, but Uh, or I'm a human I think most people and it's have that issue Mm -hmm. but I spent so much time on threads and (laughs) I don't ever like I do hit moments where I'm like okay I should probably get off threads uh, but I don't ever feel like just bogged down by the weight of social media and society
1: (laughs) mostly because like Once again, you're seeing dumb posts. Like, I think Scooby-Doo is an A-tier dog name.
0: (laughs) And it just reminds you that it's so fun that humans have the capacity to be hilarious.
1: (laughs) Agreed. A hundred times over, agreed. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, I'm so glad that it exists. I'm also really glad that you told me about it because you and I ended up with, like, opening our accounts on Threads, I think within the first 24 hours of it existing. I will, the first 48
0: hours of that app,
1: bananas (laughs) bananas <laughs> were wild
0: i am so happy i was in the first 48 hours of that app it was
1: it, it was is still like fun. nothing else
0: yeah, it, yeah it's still fun today but it is not the same as the first 48 hours yes it's true the first 48 hours of threads i compared it to facebook as well as everybody else right mm-hmm. it was like this new app but today i was thinking about it and even more so than like early years 2008 of facebook right yeah It reminds me the way people jumped on it and the way people used that in the first 48 hours. Yes. It was Pokemon Go. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. A hundred percent. Do you remember when Pokemon Go was a thing? And people would host, like, meetups? They still do, Kelly. Well, I I know they still do, but most people don't go to those anymore. But I, like went to those there were ones did you really? we, like there were ones that were like midnight on the parkway there's like a meetup and we'd go and it's Whoa. so fun. and everybody's just sitting there playing pokemon go and yeah <sighs> it reminds me it's like the same level of like community mm-hmm. it's like there's no boundaries to who loves this and uses this i love that
1: so much get on threads if you're not yet follow the podcast on threads kelly is posting some hilarious stuff by the um, way,
0: good. Hopefully, it's funny. I don't know. I need to post more on that. I've been on my personal one more.
1: How but... dare you have a personal life, Kelly? I thought right? when we started the podcast, we gave up our personal I lives. I am a slave to the podcast. <laughs> and you're also a robot now. Yes.
0: Okay. What else did I need to talk to you about on this episode? I had a couple of mm. things that I came in and I was like, this we need to talk about. Okay. I do have a couple of things. Do you want me to go serious, not
1: serious? Oh, I don't know. What's, what is your heart telling you?
0: Well, I don't know. We could go either way.
1: What are they? What are my options?
0: Okay. Taylor Swift. Uh, Jonah The Jonah Hill scandal that's currently happening. I don't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then Jury Duty, the show.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay. I feel like we could do jury duty and Taylor Swift right yeah unless you want to tell me about what's going on with Jonah Hill I only know a little bit about it
0: I just I read the text messages today it's about like he's been accused of emotional abuse and uh, I hadn't seen much of it over the past couple Mm -hmm. of days Uh, and from what I had seen it was like I don't like I don't it was just like something where I just like kind of like shrugged my shoulders you know a celebrity
1: yeah did a thing,
0: yeah, you know. And then I read the text messages today, and I was like, "Dude doesn't know what boundaries are."
1: <laughs> Shoot.
0: He was saying he was essentially just saying that like his boundaries in the relationship are that she can't do X, Y, and Z. And uh, yeah, it was interesting seeing the text messages. So it was like the like boundaries are for yourself. Boundaries are not something that you put on other people.
1: Like. No, you you can say, I am, I will not be participating if we do X, Y, and Z, but you don't get to say my boundaries are no boundaries and you have to follow these rules. That's rules aren't, boundaries aren't rules. That's not, those aren't synonymous.
0: Yeah. So, so far we just have screenshots, you know, (sighs) so it's allegations at this point. Jonah Hill has responded, you know, whatever. And apparently this happened in 2022, but he apparently in these text messages said basically that. My boundaries in a relationship are that you cannot hang out with, in a, you have like inappropriate male friends. You've had a wild past recently. So outside ah. of coffee, brunch, respectable get togethers, you shouldn't be hanging out with your friends of said like recent Ooh. wild past. Uh, no. You can't what? post pictures in your bathing suit uh, and you can't search. She's a professional surfer. And she can't and like you shouldn't be surfing with other men. And there was a text message that said like in therapy, they were in couples therapy and their therapist helped them come to agreement an agreement where she was supposed to if a male approached her in the water, she was supposed to say like, I have to go talk to my boyfriend and swim away. What? Yeah, and she's a professional surfer. Like, she lives I'm in sorry. a swimsuit. And you're what? a professional athlete. Guess what? There are males in the athlete, in, especially in the surfing
1: world. Like, Yes. Also, to say you are not even allowed to speak to other... Uh, yeah, honestly, basically, unless, like, he approves of them,
0: you know? When, if he deems them inappropriate.
1: When I hear women say that, it's an immediate red flag to me. Because my first thought is, what is he telling you that you can and can't do? Dude, that's why... Also... I'm worried about whatever therapist helped them come to that agreement. Yeah, I know. I know. Same that person here. is not going to have their license for very much longer. Don't you think? I don't. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Wow. But yeah, I just thought it was interesting. And it was like, he was approaching it from this place of like, I've done a lot of therapy through therapy. I've figured out that these are the boundaries that I need to have in a relationship. And yeah. So there's this whole discourse on like boundary. You can set boundaries for yourself, that you cannot yeah. set boundaries for other people. And, you know, I mean, that level of
1: expecting that out of someone is just absolutely mm-hmm. controlling, right? Um, yes. I could understand if he said, hey, please don't go out drinking with your exes. You know what I mean? Like that, I, w- I would understand if he said, hey, please don't do that. Or like, hey, can I come with you if we do that? Because like, okay, that that maybe would be less horrifying. But for him to just say, "Actually, if any man speaks to you at all, you have to come speak to me about it." Excuse me. Yeah, and
0: uh, yeah, I don't know. No, uh, and, uh, so many people have been like, "Well, like, if those are your boundaries, why are you dating a surfer?" And yeah.
1: like, <laughs> yeah, literally, if you don't want someone to someone be else.
0: posting, if you don't want your girlfriend to post pictures of themselves in a swimsuit, why would you date a surfer in the first place? Because it seems like her profession goes against your relationship boundaries. Yeah. And like, the way, and like, you know, you have, everybody has to, has a level of things that they're comfortable with, with mm-hmm. their partner doing right. But like, and like to an extent, yeah, you need, like you communicate with your partner and if they're doing something that you're not comfortable with, You have a conversation about that, but you say how you feel. You don't, and if exactly you can't ask
1: someone to change themselves like that. Yeah, exactly. Once again, to say, "Hey, please don't do that." And if that person says, "Actually, it's not a problem in here," all the reasons why, and then your choice is to either stay dating them and trust them that they say what they mean, or Or, to break up with them because you're not comfortable with with it. Yeah, but you don't get to say, "No, I demand this of you." That's not how. That's not how any relationship should work, really. Yeah. No, I don't like that. Yeah. Also embarrassing for him because he just put out a whole series of him like in therapy on Netflix.
0: Yeah, he like him and his therapist did like a whole documentary. I haven't watched it yet. It's it's on our list because I'm have always been a really big Jonah Hill fan. Yeah. Uh, And so that has been on my list to watch. So now I'm super curious. I also think it's interesting. Did you hear about the... Andrew, I think his, Andrew McCall- The Channel 5 News. Yeah. I Andrew, don't know any Andrew of Callahan, Channel 5 News. So Andrew Callahan had a YouTube channel uh, called Channel 5 News. And he, you've probably seen clips. Mm-hmm. He would go around and interview at like wild places. Like he'd go to like really crazy conventions in like oh, Vegas. Okay. Or, um, he did the uh, like crazy biker- Gathering in, I okay. think in like South Dakota, um, and he'll just like interview people, and it he basically like kind of created his own form of like journalism, and it's mm-hmm. um really entertaining. And they Jonah Hill directed or produced one of the two. He was at some high level involved in making a documentary about Andrew Callahan that was on HBO Max, uh, and essentially that never came to. I mean, it came to light. It's on. HBO Max but um I didn't get really any traction because shortly after it was released uh Andrew Callahan essentially got canceled for like I don't know just just being weird with girls essentially oh, like
1: I hate that. and like
0: making girls uncomfortable and he like didn't know what he was doing like didn't yeah. realize that he was like weirding girls out which is not an excuse right like yeah. that's essentially what he said which is like okay you may not have known what you were doing but doesn't make it okay
1: Yeah, you have to like,
0: just like kind of emotionally manipulative, you know, like,
1: oh, well, and you know what, that it's so hard, because even if you don't know that you're being manipulative, like, you still have to take accountability for it. And you have to figure out how to not do that anymore. Yeah, And like, the damage that happens from manipulation is honestly horrifying. Like, it just it blows my mind how long it takes to heal from that kind of stuff. Because it's so intense. Like, it it's is. just so intense. It
0: is. And so I feel like, I, well, I thought it was interesting that Jonah Hill directed this, and now within a year, they've both had kind of similar allegations. Mm-hmm. And I can see it, it'll be interesting when, when or if Jonah Hill does, like, publicly respond to it. Um, yeah. But I can see the same thing. Like, he's done so much work in therapy that he thinks mm-hmm. that this is work that he's done and whatever but doesn't realize that he's emotionally
1: manipulating yeah it's it's that whole intent versus impact like you can have great intentions and it has a horrible impact on someone and that's like you don't get to say oh no my intent was good and so it's not bad that my impact was this like that's not how that works yeah Simply exactly. put, that is not how that works. Also, are you okay?
0: Yeah, there was a fly and I touched it. There was a fly in my armpit and I touched it. So
1: I was a little unsettled for a second. I, as I was saying whatever I just said, Kelly was like flinging herself around. Yeah. I figured it was a bug of some sort, but I just had to ask. My uh, oh yeah. my gosh.
0: I do. I think that's a good point. Earlier I was talking about this because I just thought it was – I knew it was happening, but once I read the text messages, I got really involved in this, and I Mm -hmm. thought it was interesting. But, you know, with these, obviously, like, text messages, those things can all be faked, right? So, until we get some, like, actual proof, until we hear from Jonah Hill, things like that, I, like, Mm. you know, I'm not, like, disbelieving or anything, but also, like, those things can be faked, and those things are faked. Yeah. But... The other thing is I was like, it's also like one side of the story. We're only seeing snippets of
1: conversations.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and also they broke up like early 2022. So I was like,
1: why post this now? Yeah. I wonder if there's something happened that made her say, all right, I've been saving these receipts for a rainy day and the rain no. is pouring.
0: Yeah. I'm nosy. So I just always want the full picture. I But I do yeah. also think that what you said, like it takes a long time to process that. Like, Just because the relationship ended in 2022 doesn't mean she recognized that she was being emotionally manipulated Mm -hmm. at the time. Like, maybe, like, obviously it was maybe done with the relationship, maybe felt Mm -hmm. like something funny had happened, but it can sometimes take some time to come back from that. And sometimes you don't even know what's going on in the moment because this is someone that you're trying to like have a positive relationship with so yeah
1: well like I have known people who have been in relationships where their partner is emotionally manipulating them and I have come to a point in my life where I have started having to tell people like hey I actually can't just like let you keep living your life like this you feel like crap all the time because this person who is a good friend of yours or is dating you or whatever the way that they speak to you is actually super manipulative and I can like point out all the different ways I can take the power and control wheel and just point out all the different ways that they're demanding power in every situation that I see them interact with you in and it never goes well but it gives me a clear conscience of like I've been in situations where I've looked back and said oh someone said something to me and I should have listened to them well (laughs) like I've grown now I guess but I think that like in in situations that I've been in too it has taken me years to get to the point where I can have an actual conversation about it with other people outside of therapy you know and just like
0: yeah yeah like Here you have it to process is. that
1: yeah. yeah 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 exactly exactly and I think it's I don't know I don't know I think that there's a balance and the other thing that's tricky about it is that like you said it's just snippets of that conversation she could have been just as emotionally manipulative and we don't see it
0: yeah like because it sometimes that's two-sided in relationships yeah. yeah you know
1: exactly so and we just won't know for a while however I do think that if it was mutual Jonah Hill probably would have already dropped the receipts
0: yeah, he's uh, he's in meetings with his PR team this
1: week. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Um, my favorite TikToks recently have been different people's PR teams. <laughs> like not actually them, but people pretending to be them and acting out what they think might be happening in those meetings. They are the funniest thing ever. There's this one woman who does them and every once in a while I'll see her face and it'll just be like mascara running down her cheeks and she'll have a hood up and she'll answer the phone and be like, what now? <laughs> And it'll be like he said what, what out loud <laughs> <laughs> on stage in front of the how many how many people were there? Tell me it was a small crowd twenty thousand people. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's it has been very entertaining. I love the PR team videos.
0: <laughs> there should be a show. I feel like this was part of a show that I watched recently, but. There should really be, like, a Grey's Anatomy type show of, like, a PR firm. <laughs> oh, I
1: would be obsessed. I would watch that in a heartbeat. Same. I heard someone recently, yeah. uh, someone who works in PR, supposedly, they they said they did, state, because there's some stuff happening with Colleen Ballinger. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Yeah, that's there's, the other,
0: like, celebrity thing. Oh, my gosh. It's that... so
1: it's so messy. It's just, honestly, she is, she's got a shovel and she's just digging the hole deeper and deeper.
0: She's another example of, like... Okay, you may not have known what you were doing, but that doesn't mean it's yeah. okay. Well, also, You were a full
1: grown adult. Yeah, you should have known that honestly, what you were doing was wrong.
0: Hers is on the extreme end, but like yeah. even Jonah Hill and Andrew Callahan as well. It's like you're telling me that there was no part of you that thought that you shouldn't be saying this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's I think it's a little bit trickier with emotional manipulation because it always sounds like it's coming from a good place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's that's the tricky part about it is it's like – it'll be things like, well, I just – I think that you should lose weight because it's probably better for your health when what they're actually saying is, I think you're ugly because you're fat. You know what I mean? It's like that kind of thing. But it sounds a lot like, oh, it's because I care about you.
0: Yeah, like – You know? It can be framed
1: different ways. Exactly. Exactly. But when you know that that person is emotionally manipulative – then you, can, you start seeing those things in, like, actual color, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, but I saw a PR person say that Colleen Ballinger's PR team probably fired her from their, like, being one of their clients. I was like, I hope so. Honestly, she's a, she's messy right now.
0: You were telling us about I did not watch it. I think you maybe know a little bit more about oh, this gosh. situation than I do. I read, like, one article and then I had to stop. yeah. But- you were telling us that she made a singing video,
1: ten minutes long. Oh, Kelly, she God. pulled out her ukulele and literally said, "My my team said me, I, told me I shouldn't say anything about this," and then she like strummed dramatically and said, "But they never said I couldn't sing." And it literally is the whole thing. She's like, "I'm just gonna refute some of the gossip," and then she doesn't. She instead of refuting gossip, air quotes around both of those words, she literally just was like. I didn't do. Any, I'm not a bad person. I didn't do any of these bad things. That's all just how that person perceived them. And it's like, actually, no, honey, you're the one whose perception of that situation is off. They were children, and you had a fully formed pre- prefrontal cortex. Okay, uh, the, the that whole to my situation TikTok. is it's bad.
0: So bad on so mm-hmm. many levels. I, I, I know you are we feel differently about this. I, from day one, always thought Miranda Sings was weird. Like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I always yeah. got
0: like a weird feeling from it. I, I don't.
1: Yeah. yeah. No. And that makes sense. I I genuinely <laughs> think that's because you have a better, you have a better ability to see when things are off. My knee jerk reaction is to just assume that everyone's coming from the best place always, which has gotten me into a lot of bad situations. I have grown into being able to say, oh, hang on, something about this might be off. Like, I'm much more wary in a healthy way, I think. But I had to grow into that. I think at the time that I was, like, watching her videos, I was 100% just like, oh, she just, I just assumed she has everyone's best interest in mind. Isn't this so funny? And now it's like, no, that wasn't, none of that was funny, actually. I just thought it was weird. I was like,
0: why is a grown-ass woman supposedly trained in entertainment taking this as her route? Like why? Yeah.
1: Why? Yeah, it's it's really bad. It's and it has got more things have come out. Like there's a video of her doing a performance in blackface recently that came out. Oh. Yeah, it it literally it goes from bad, like really horrifyingly bad, to worse and worse. Like just like she will never have a career in the in the industry again. And if she does, I will be amazed. I saw. I think this was on Twitter. I think it was
0: before threads existed. Mm-hmm. That it was like a tweet. Someone was just saying, like, I hope, I hope, uh, hope calling Ballinger <laughs> invested wisely because she's like never gonna make a cent ever again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I saw that tweet too.
0: Yeah,
1: I think someone had screenshotted it and put it on something, and I was like, yeah, accurate. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, it's it. It just keeps getting messier and messier, and then, like she just keeps pulling out a shovel and digging herself deeper, and she hasn't taken down her very hard air quotes apology video. And actually, it's it's not an apology video. It's a blame video because she's blaming the people who have said, Colleen Ballinger did bad things to me personally. I was a child. She was an adult. This should not be how it was. And she literally is just like, they're wrong. La 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 la. Oh, my God. And the worst part is that the <laughs> chorus of the song is so catchy. <laughs> And so sometimes in my head, I'll be in the grocery store, and it'll just be, the toxic gossip train. And it's like, that's the chorus of her song. I am horrified at what she's trying to say. Also, it's very funny that she's so wrong about the situation. But that's the And that, that is the she tune.
0: thought a singing <laughs>
1: video was the most appropriate way to respond to this situation. A song? Yeah, 100%. The fact that she thought a song was the appropriate response is just what and why and why did no one stop also she had to practice that you know what i mean like she had to sit down and write a song and then practice it and she did all that and i wonder how many times she recorded it
0: i just i really do wonder what like goes through people's minds sometimes same it just oh
1: fame is a dangerous thing
0: Truly it is. I saw something, I think it was just some random person on Instagram, but someone shared something about some celebrity and it wasn't Colleen Ballinger or yeah. Jonah Hill, but they were like,
1: human beings were
0: not made for fame. <laughs> yeah.
1: A hundred percent. Cause everyone does dumb stuff. Yeah. And if I do a dumb thing, it's pretty contained. Not that I, I don't think I've ever done anything as dumb as those two that we've talked about today, but like, if I do something stupid, it's pretty contained in a small little world, except for our big popular podcast that we have. Yeah, you and me. Yes, our worldwide, internationally known <laughs> podcast. I mean, we do have listeners it across the oceans. Technically, internationally known. Tec- technically, there is one person in another nation <laughs> that knows about our podcast. International, <laughs> <laughs> super spies. Uh,
0: yeah, and like when we do dumb things, it's not. Again, to that level, and it's also not blasted on social media to millions and millions and billions of people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's tricky. It is. tricky, tricky, tricky. tricky.
0: tricky.
1: We just both thought of the same song, didn't we? Yeah. I love that for us. I love that for us. It's
0: tricky, tricky, tricky. Uh, There was something I was going to say to add to this that you love me and you're so glad that I've never been oh, an idiot to that level. Okay. Oh, okay. Sometimes. So cel- I love celeb gossip though. I, I <laughs> so guilty. I am one of the people that eats up when these are, <laughs> when celeb gossip is blasted to the masses. But I saw a video and it was quite literally the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And it was on Snapchat. And I was like, oh, I must watch this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> It was a video that was trying to prove that Justin Bieber's actually in love with Selena Gomez.
1: Oh my gosh, <laughs> this just never ends. Honestly, never I know, I know. Ends, uh- it ends. It was hilarious
0: because they were going on and on about how he's not wearing a red- wedding ring anymore at one of his <gasps> most recent concerts. Uh, people were like yelling a chant about like a a chant about, like, Haley being a mean girl, basically. Oh. And this was going on and on about how he's actually in love with Selena because he feels no. trapped because Haley's a mean girl.
1: <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I have also seen a number of videos of people being like, Justin Bieber is kind of a trash husband, and I don't know what to believe anymore. I, I I've always been very on the fence about him.
0: is a mean girl. That is. is 100% true. But, That's yeah, inaccurate. I don't know where Justin falls on that. I think it's weird that Haley has a vendetta against
1: Selena still, or just at all. Yeah, same. I also, honestly, yeah, I think that that's weird too. I think, mm, yeah, because it's been so long since at some at some Justin point you have to dated. say and, like Selena
0: has dated other people. I don't think she's currently seeing anyone, but she's dated other people.
1: Yeah, since Justin, yeah. I know she dated the weekend for a while. <laughs> I know that The weekend is a person, and also, in my head, The weekend is a band, and I know that that is not necessarily accurate. <laughs> and then, so in my head, you said she dated a whole band. That's not true. I know that. But But yeah. um, she could if she wanted to, I guess. She's Selena Gomez. She could. Wow. Kelly, are we at the point where we should do the Stars Hollow Gazette? Probably.
0: I was honestly going to keep it going because I was oh. like... Selena connects to Taylor because Selena was at Taylor's 4th of July party.
1: She was, which means 1989 is
0: the next one. Yeah, you're right. Because that was the last time. Yeah, that was the last time. Oh my gosh. Okay. I didn't put that together until you just said that, but you said it and I was immediately knew what you were talking about. Like I can picture (laughs) the 4th of July picture from 1989 that you are talking about. Uh Uh-huh. Somebody
1: else pointed that out, and I was like, I didn't know about that party. But one person a long time ago pointed out Taylor's nail color, and she's been doing a lot with it. And in one of her most recent posts, all of her nails were that sort of powder blue, that 1989 blue. And then for her, when she was like announcing "Speak Now," she's wearing 1989 blue. There's a and she had reputation on the other hand.
0: When she the where when she's showing the Speak Now vinyl, she has yeah. nineteen eighty nine blue on her left thumb uh-huh. and then she has Reputation Black on her right thumb.
1: Yes, in her other video though, where she's she's sitting and telling us about it, her hands are like folded in her lap
0: and yeah. both hands
1: are powder blue. Yeah. So nine yeah, nineteen eighty nine. Literally six. can't even wait. Um, I know that you're not a music video girly, but did you watch the the music video Taylor put out for the, her Speak Now re release? No, I actually it was told myself i was gonna watch it because i knew you were gonna
0: bring it up because i'm obsessed with i can see you i
1: taylor lautner is in the music video do you know this okay and
0: they recreated with his wife the like spider-man meme
1: yeah it's the cutest thing of my whole life yo you're taylor no i'm taylor no i'm taylor did you did you see him on stage at her concert the night that came out um, Have you seen videos of this, Kelly? No,
0: I haven't, which surprises <laughs> me because it was the Kansas City show, and so I know a billion people that were
1: at that one. Kelly, first of all, he just like he did know, flip, in, yeah, right? yeah, at, in reference to the movie Valentine's Day. Yeah, do you remember? Did you watch that movie? Yes, a billion times. So he, so he did the the backflip that he did in Valentine's Day, but then he like made a little speech and he just said, Taylor, I just want you to know that I respect you so much. And he and everyone's like, woo, and then he goes. But like, not even just because you make incredible music or because of your talents or whatever. Like, I just respect you for who you are, and I'm so glad that I get to call you my friend. And I was like, "Uh, (laughs) "No, I'm, I'm. Why am I crying over this? I am an adult person. Why is this making me cry? But it is, and here we are. And I just love that they're friends. I love that Taylor Lautner and Tay Lautner are besties with T Swift. It just all brings me a lot of joy and I, I'm just a little puddle. Also, I have not let myself listen to All of Dear John yet on the re-release. Okay, so
0: what I had we had been talking about kind of initial thoughts of the album and yeah. I should have waited because I was basing my initial thoughts off of how I typically listen to music on Friday mornings, which is mm-hmm. I like quickly slow like skim through the song. Yep. And I don't listen to the thing in its entirety. And that's what I did for Speak Now because I had mm. a very big dilemma on Friday. Speak Now came out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but also Dominic Fike's new album came out. Oh. And so I was, I skimmed through Speak Now, but I was like, I need to dedicate today to Dominic Fike's new album because it's new. Like, I haven't heard yeah, this exactly. yet. Like, I know Speak Now, I don't yeah. know the vault songs, but like, this is new music. And I am going to Dominic Fike's concert in August. So I was like, yeah. I. And I've been like anticipating this album for a very, very long time. So I was like, I'm going to dedicate it to this. I know Speak Now. And so those were like kind of my initial thoughts. And I should have waited because the next day I had an hour car ride by myself. Mm-hmm. And so I put on Speak Now and blasted. It, and I was like, yeah, this is incredible. So As one ought to. <laughs> I do stand by, I feel like the vault songs are like super cohesive. I Can See You as a right. jam. Yes. I think the other ones will grow on, on me over time. I like the vault tracks on red and fearless better than yes. The over- you know what? Like overall Same. collectively.
1: Same. I really, there are different pieces that I really love from like when Emma falls in love makes me cry a little bit. Mostly. Cause like I have a friend, Emma and that song when I literally, when I heard it, I was like, Oh, the big old, the big heart. Taylor doesn't say, like, Emma has a big heart, but she says it in all the ways that you can say it without actually saying it. And I literally was like, oh, my, Emma. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, that song just pokes me in my my little heart. Mm. Also, people are saying it's about Emma Stone and. Yeah. What is this? Andrew Garfield?
0: Falling in Love.
1: Yeah, because that
0: was, like, right around the same time, I think. Yeah, 100% once at the same time.
1: Also, oh, that song mom. gives me drops of Jupiter vibes.
0: I'm not going to lie. That was one of the vault songs that I have not been able to listen to full through mm. Yeah, it's, it's a slow one. And yeah, it's I haven't. Kind of, yeah. It hasn't found me in the right mood every time. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I Can See You and the Fallout Boy one are the ones that have found yeah. me in the right mood. <laughs> yes. Um, I did yes. <laughs> see, I have not watched the music video to I Can See You, but I did watch a video today. It was real. And it was hilarious because it it was like how Taylor's parents reacted when she showed them I can see you at 19. Yes. And it was them like vibing until she says, I can see you up against a wall with me. And they were like, why don't you wait until you're 33 to release that? <laughs> 19's <laughs> a little
1: young. That's so funny. I've seen people do those videos too, but it was just her mom reacting. And it was her mom say, like listening to the very beginning of it and going, absolutely not. No, never. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> It's like the whole chorus is like,
0: I get like, I can see, I can see you up against a wall with me. And then it's like, you wouldn't even believe all the things I picture us doing. And like,
1: <laughs> she was 19, yeah. uh, which is exactly how 19 year olds. I mean, I think it's how a lot of people think, but I feel like 19 is when you, anyhow.
0: 19 is like, yeah, I'm going to be outspoken about this because
1: I'm an adult. And y- like, yes. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. It is, it is edgy only in the way that a 19 year old can be edgy. Oh, uh, and it makes Ugh. it does make me happy though because I was like, "Wow, there was always a little reputation inside of Taylor." <laughs> oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent agreed. Also, I think that these are the least cohesive vault tracks yet that we've gotten. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, and they it don't has like the least all cohesion flow together. Exactly, it has the least cohesion with the album. Yeah, but I wonder if that. I wonder if that says something about the time of life she was in. Because the
0: album spans, like, 18 to 20.
1: Yeah.
0: Which is uh, not that long in the grand scheme of things, but so much happens between 18 and 20 that... 100%. It does feel a little all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, though, listening to it, like, all the way through, and then I was listening to some of the vault tracks and just random Mm -hmm. songs off of Speak Now Today, and I was thinking, like, you know... I'm glad that she's releasing these vault songs with Speak Now, but yes, yeah, Speak Now would have been such a different album if any of those vault songs had been on it.
1: Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. Also, do you think that like I can see you? Do you think that that would sound anything like it does now?
0: Yeah, with, I don't like know. the
1: the synthi feeling.
0: I don't know. Yeah, you're right because that wasn't a part of the original Speak Now album. So yeah, I don't know. Probably not. It would have been maybe a little bit more guitar heavy i guess
1: yeah that's what i was thinking like i was wondering if maybe it would have been
0: yeah because she didn't really explore synth until 1989 yeah oh yeah wow. also i stand by it ours is one of the best songs
1: yeah i think that you're right i think that you're just saying the truth right now okay is it actually stars hollow goes that time now i think it is i think it is stars hollow goes that time would you like to start or would you like me to start you can start (laughs) i've got two things okay the first thing is that i'm dog sitting yes i am obsessed she's the dog that i'm dog sitting is like 25 pounds (laughs) and she is loving and sweet and also very just ridiculous today we want we want to walk this evening And there was a big dog across the street. The big dog was also tied up. I don't know if she could tell that. But she literally just stopped and looked at the dog. And I tried to be like, come on, let's keep moving. And she wouldn't go anywhere. So I had to scoop her up and carry her half a block. (laughs) Because she was too overwhelmed. And I was like, you know what? The number of times that people had to scoop me up and carry me down the block because I'm too overwhelmed. Not literally, but figuratively, very high. I think that we're the same person sometimes. Me and this dog. She she at one point while we were recording just got up she likes hanging out in her crate because it's like a comfortable place for her came with her from her home and she just got up and walked into my kitchen like made a loop walked back came under the coffee table and looked up at me my table my coffee table is glass and just looked up at me through the coffee table (laughs) and I had a very hard time not just pausing everything and being like I have to just i did pet her but i didn't get to say things like oh you're such a good girl and use my puppy voice on her
0: <laughs> yeah i'm actually She's shocked so that you didn't do that i would not have had the
1: same self-control uh, so it was hard work it was hard work it was really hard work um my other piece of news for the Stars Hollow gazette is far less exciting but i bought sewing scissors sewing like scissors fa- fa- fabric are scissors. nice those are nice scissors i i bought them tonight because I'm, I'm doing a non-sewing project, but it's a fabric project. And so I thought, I should probably have fabric scissors. And and now I understand why my mom never wanted her fabric scissors to touch paper or anything but fabric. Your I mom did it. the same thing. I always got in yes. trouble for
0: using the fabric scissors. Every <laughs> <Same> time anyone <laughs> was using scissors. Are those my fabric scissors?
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Yes, I have an aunt who does some tailor work for people. Um she also like makes quilts. I have one of her quilts and it's just beautiful. I love it. But she always whenever someone posts on Facebook a like a meme about someone using fabric scissors, someone tags her in it and it's so funny because it's it's accurate. She gets she also gets really upset. I think it's just a rule. If you have fabric scissors, you're going to be upset when people put it on things that aren't fabric. Yeah. That's all. So that's my Starz Hall Gazette. I am borrowing a dog for a week and dog sitting, and I got fabric scissors. <laughs> Completely, well, mostly unrelated, but. Did you tell Roxy that she's not allowed to use the, the fabric
0: scissors for anything else? I haven't broken print? it
1: to her yet. I haven't broken it to her yet. She's She's had a long day. She just came up to my house with me yesterday. And we had a long drive, and so I just think that she needed some time to recuperate yeah. before I gave her the bad news that she is not allowed to use them for anything but if she if she feels like she needs to do a, a little a little um sewing project that's okay, but she can't use my scissors on anything, but she can't cut herself some bangs that's what I'll tell her
0: yes, yes might be might be important. she should learn that lesson early on honestly. right now.
1: <laughs> You're right. I did try to like brush her today and it was really, she was traumatized by it. She sniffed the brush and was like, and I put it on her and she just was like, nah. <laughs> I was like, maybe, okay, then maybe we're not going to brush you, huh? Maybe that's, maybe too much too soon. Okay, I get it. <laughs> Incredible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well,
0: I am glad to hear that you're enjoying your time with Roxy. Do you I want am. to hear my Star's Hello Gazette on of how... I- <laughs> Even the sweet little baby angel dogs can be trash dogs. Oh, sometimes.
1: What did Millie do? Uh,
0: so the first thing she did, I called her a sweet little baby angel like probably fifty times last week. Dangerous. So I brought it upon myself. Brought it upon myself.
1: <laughs> she heard it and said, "That's not accurate. Let me show you."
0: Yep. So I th- must have been Thursday. I think mm-hmm. it was last Thursday. We. Uh, ran some errands and I put her in her crate and I know for a fact, I don't know. I must be closing it wrong. I know for a fact I closed it the right way. I think something just might not have been properly latched. Regardless, this is the second time in the past month that when I've put her in her crate, she escapes every other time that it has happened. It happened another time a couple months ago. And every time she's been just on the bed, being a sweet little baby angel, yeah. just laying, and then I'm like, "Well, I can't really blame you. I'd rather lay on the bed than yeah. in the crate as well." But this time, no. This time, she was somehow on top of the dresser. <laughs> <laughs> Millie, no. And it's funny because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> she's kind of a big
1: dog. She, How did she do that?
0: Forty five pounds. She's like, and she's. Small for a husky, but yeah, forty-five pounds is big to be up on a dresser, and <laughs> she's really long and tall. So I don't, I don't know how she got up on the dresser because our dresser's not flat; it has like two drawers on top of it, so it's like kind oh of witty, So I don't know how she didn't break a leg. She couldn't have yeah. climbed up there. I feel like it would have fallen over. No no clue how she got up. And then we are she didn't get into anything. Like I keep she's gotten into my medications before and yeah. I keep my medications on the dresser because mm-hmm. I used to keep them on my nightstand and she got into them. So I keep them yeah. on my dresser so she doesn't get into my medications. So it was like, oh, "Uh-huh." kidding me like did she get into anything she didn't get into anything and I want to know how long she was up there because she definitely didn't know how to get down you could tell
1: that (laughs) that she was like nervous about it
0: yes because you could tell that she knew she wasn't supposed to be up there and you could tell that she didn't want to get caught up there that she didn't know how to get down on her own
1: oh Millie what a trash dog. <laughs>
0: really grateful she didn't break a leg or something because yeah. I don't know how she did not with like the way our dresser is and the walls behind it and everything. Like yeah. could have been really, really bad. Um, but I have been thinking about that constantly for the
1: past four or five <laughs> days. Cause I just how? How? I have no idea how it happened. She had one feat of like I grew wings momentarily and then got stuck.
0: Yeah. And then also it turns out she's a murderer. So what she killed a baby rabbit on Saturday. I mean, that is kind of in her nature. Yeah, it was, it was a really kind of sad and horrifying sight though. Oh, Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. There were a family of rabbits inside this pile of like firewood Mm -hmm. and she, it had kept her entertained for five hours. Like (laughs) the family was well protected in there. I don't even like, that's why we let her, yeah, at him for five hours. Who's like, it's keeping her entertained. It's tiring her out. She can't get to them. Yeah, and we couldn't like keep her away from it, no matter how hard we tried. Yeah. Um, and so it was all fun and games until she actually pulled the baby rabbit out by its leg, and then no. it was suffering and was very much dying. So, <gasps> yeah. no, okay, that is traumatizing. Yeah, it was. It was bad. It was. It was a bad day for bunnies. Bad day. Which, I mean, yeah, it is in her nature. She's a prey-driven dog. All dogs are prey-driven, but Aww. it was hard to watch it was sad. It's a tough day.
1: Yeah. yeah, so
0: there's that. Your dog's a good girl.
1: Yeah, except she does weird stuff. She actually just woke up from a little pre-bedtime nap and just, like, sometimes sticks out her tongue, like, just a little bit. Yeah, and she's not panting. She's not licking. She'll just be like. Like a, li-
0: weird. like a lizard? Like a frog? Yeah.
1: Yeah, she kind of is being a little lizard. Roxy, why are you doing that? And now she's turned into a little fawn. She's curled herself up into a teeny tiny little ball. She's so cute. Oh, I just want to squish her little cheeks.
0: All right, well, we did the celeb gossip, we did uh, our gossip, and now I think I'm going <laughs> to let Mariah go talk to her dog a little bit more. I, I don't <laughs> really want to hear the rest of that.
1: I'm sorry that we're not on the same on the same page about how we talk to our dogs.
0: Oh, it's okay. I talk to my dog that way as well. I just prefer to not do it around other people.
1: <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> Can't relate. I have to stop from- myself to from doing that around other people. You don't have to stop yourself from doing that in front of me, just so you know. Yeah, I am i would like for you to know that I would like to be a safe space for you for those kinds of things, Thank okay? You. Mostly Welcome, it's just, you.
0: <gasps> Melly. you're such a good girl. Are you a sweet <laughs> little baby angel? Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Except for when you're
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, you're still a sweet little baby angel. <laughs> oh my gosh. We love our dogs. This one's not mine, by the way. I don't know if I made that clear. I'm just dog sitting, but I do love her a lot.
0: Pet owners are the biggest hype men. We don't get enough credit. Pet watchers as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Well, on that note, um, speaking of hype, hype, hype guys, hype gals, hype people, um, feel free to be our hype people. Thank you to you all who have been reading and reviewing us. We really appreciate it. Um, if you haven't yet, please do feel free to give us five stars. I mean, if you want to give it, I almost said on Yelp, I don't, we don't have Yelp. But if you want to give us five stars wherever you listen to our podcast, please do that. Um, Also, we have our phone number in the description. Please uh, give us a call or shoot us a text and tell us about your pets or the pets that you are (laughs) pet-sitting. That's all I have to say. Kelly, am I forgetting anything? Uh, We also just opened up a
0: bookshop.
1: Yeah. If you don't know
0: what bookshop.org is, basically it is a book-selling place that... Let's creators and bookstores and everything in between uh, become affiliates. So uh, basically, when you buy a book from Bookshop and when you shop using the link that is in our description, you get a book and you also support us as well. So we... Amazing. When you... You have to make sure you like dedicate it or like you're shopping from our shop or you're dedicated to Peak Distraction Podcast. But if you do that, you... uh, Yeah, we get a portion of that and uh, cool. yeah so, so buy some books keep being literate and support us too
1: yeah and yeah. we can we'll be we'll be updating that with like our upcoming books as well so for right now like um the book for all of the books up until August are posted so if you want to buy the book for next book m- next month's book club so you can read along with us you can do that you'll have a copy before I will if you purchase it today
0: yeah Uh, you can also, like, just whatever you're reading next, shop our link.
1: Do it. Buy our book club books, but,
0: like, you can buy any book you desire, and it'll support us.
1: You guys, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So So that's exciting. It
0: doesn't have to be the ones, like, in our shop. If you, like, go to our shop, it'll say that you're shopping from our shop, but you can, like, buy any book you want. So.
1: Cool. And also, thebookclub.org has one of my favorite threads pages ever. So... Yeah, they're keep that person is pretty (laughs) popular. Keep that person in uh, having a job. Okay? Okay. All right. We love you. We're proud of you. You're doing a good job. Was that to our listeners or to bookshop.org? Both. Wouldn't it be great if the person who has the bookshop.org threads, if they listen to our podcast, I would maybe cry out of joy. (laughs) If you do call us and let us know. Or text us to keep your anonymity. Tell us it's you. And if it is you,
0: we'd love to have you on the podcast. That would be so fun. Come hang. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Incredible. All right. Bye. Bye, (laughs) y'all. Love you guys. Bye. Remember, only hot girls have ADHD. But not
1: all hot girls have ADHD. Thanks
0: for listening to this week's episode, y'all.
1: Remember to check the description for this month's book club pick. Deuces, bye. bye. Love, Love you. <laughs>